so I'm somebody who works in the lighting space on a very small scale with, with DJing and, you know, we work with like DMX controllers and up lighting and color watches and stuff like that. Or, mm -hmm. you know, when we play like It's Raining Men, there's sort of this like thunderstorm <laughs> thing that happens and it's sort <laughs> of, of that's like, that's the nice. extent, the hacky, the hacky stuff that, that white people just absolutely love. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's uh, fine. <laughs> But, oh, um, you know, let's say like you're in that space, right? Like you're somebody who, you know, you love just setting up like rack mounts and just like wiring things and just climbing yeah. and, and do, you know, when all the trussing and then putting the trussing in the lighting and then mm -hmm. and building and building and building. And then you look at someone like yourself and you think, or, you know, that, that level of, of show, how would you go about getting like getting your foot in the door in, in the big leagues of lighting, so to speak, and going from somebody who mm -hmm. knows a thing or two and can be a value on set, but doesn't yet have that experience. How would you? Um, I mean, the, the biggest thing is understanding what track do you want to be doing? Like, where do you want to be? I mean, if we're talking specifically lighting. Like, are you more of a hands-on person and you want to be a tech or are you more of, are you like a more computer nerdy person and you want to be a programmer? which mm -hmm. also requires a huge level of creativity as a programmer. You need to be very creative as well. Or do you want to be the designer who is, you know, dictating the way all the creative is going to look. So there's like, there's many different pathways. Right. Right. And um, if you're looking to become, and honestly, like I would say the best thing to do is to still learn how to be a tech, even if you want to be a designer or an operator, because in the end, like there are the tools of your trade, like an architect should still know what a hammer does. <laughs> right yeah, yeah. like yeah. i mean otherwise really people important. are, are gonna and they're not gonna like not maybe yeah. not respect you but they're they, yeah you gotta pay your dues so to speak so to speak yeah a little bit and i also just think it's just nice to know like you don't have to know the any like if i change the servo motor on this moving <laughs> light at this point in time like it's not whatever like you, you don't i don't know if you necessarily need to know that if you're a designer but it, i do think it's really really important to know at least the basics of like this is the cable path and how signal flow works so that when you're setting up your plots, you know, they ask you to number your fixtures to it make sense to everybody so that it's quickly, you know, you can execute it quickly, like all those things. Um, so I started out on, on the vendor level, which I hundred percent recommend to everybody um, to like go into a lighting, a rental house and start by pushing boxes and, um, testing lights and cabling lights and learning how to read plots. And, um, yeah, I would say that's like the first step. Um, and there's lighting vendors across the globe. Um, yeah. there's really massive ones that do huge global scale touring. And then there's local ones that do, they operate in like, you know, a two hour radius of their well, four hour radius of like their location. Is that all like you like union? Is that how that works? Like when what, there are, there are you can be. You hear a, a lot about unions. I feel like that's yeah. Like hear I mean, about. you don't. I in our industry, you don't have to be a union. I mean, I love our union hand, like stagehands. I love our union designers. I I that was not the path for me. That's not the path I took. I didn't do that. Um, right. I can't speak to it because that that was not my path. But yeah. um, it, you know, not not every. I mean. I don't even know if vendors operate on a union level. I don't believe they do. They might, there might be some that do, but honestly, like 
I don't think you have to be have a union card to be at event. No, I know you don't have to be. You do yeah, not have to I always kind of had that card. assumption. It's it's like yeah, I would go to like Dave Matthews or something like that, and I'd see all these guys like wearing all this black and stuff like that. I'd be like, I bet yeah. you they're like electricians from some sort. But of But there's different roles. It's probably some sort of like wall that I can't get through. Yeah, no. you just assume like you know it's so, a tight knit group and like they all know each other and it's like it's tough to get into. Those are just I my mean, weird it is, assumptions. But yeah, it, it can be, but there's honestly like. Our industry is starving for individuals who want to be in it and who want to work and who want to grow. Yeah, it, this is not it, it's not a job, right? It, it is. It's a career. This is right. like it's a lifestyle and a career like you enter into our industry. You're not it's not like you're going to Starbucks to make coffees for people and you can just call in sick because you have a tummy ache from drinking too much the night before. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. Right. Um, it's a career path like you show up to work. You work your ass off. You climb a ladder. Yeah. This is a career. It, it's it's a it's a vocation, right? It's a vocation more than anything. Like it's not. You don't have to go to a four year school. You can, but you don't have to. Um, so I guess I would liken it more to a vocation. So, yeah. um, and in fact, like if you look at the Even Network <laughs> <laughs> website, uh, for sure plug, you plug learn URL, more. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I, I, it's, well, these are the things that like my my um, partners and I in that in even are like on soapboxes constantly about how like, you don't need to go to university, go to your vendors. Like we're just like very much all about it because the thing is like nobody knows that these jobs exist because we are behind the scenes. So by design, nobody knows that these these careers and these jobs exist. So yes. um, how do we explain to people that yes, you can do it. And yes, once you're in, you are in and you travel the world and you make good money and your brain expands because you're seeing different cultures. So I'm trying to do um, that, son. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. Yeah, I'm, I'm abandoning the it. show. This so is the last fun. episode. I'm hanging it up today <laughs> on tour. Go work. <laughs> We're here in New York. Go work yeah. for like four wall or PRG or Christie <laughs> in Jersey. It'd be great. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to write those down. That's okay. So cool. There you go. I'll send them to you. Um, yes, anyway, so do. I Seriously. think when you're talking about the people, when you go to a show and you see everybody wearing black on stage, like that could be a mixture of people. Like your uniform is usually all black on stage. That's that's so that when you're hiding behind black curtains, you're blending into the background. So you're not seen because you're not supposed to be seen. The artist is supposed to be seen. Right. Um, so, but there are, you can, the stagehand unions is I think what you're talking about. You can go and be a stagehand um, locally, like where you live, easily. Right, like and the PNC really Bank good, Art Center or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. It's a really good introduction into the industry as well is like even clubs, you know, music clubs. Like, um, oh my God, what was the one the Starlin Ballroom used to do? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you know, you can go be a stagehand at those places. Right. Um, and some of them are union venues, and but I mean, why not call up the union, the local union, and say, hey, I want to what do I need to do to get in? Like, what, what do I need to do? I know you're looking for people. I'm anxious to work. Um, and then, like I said, vendors, that's not a union path, but a vendor, you can go and like, see if there's any openings, like, Hey, I know that I don't have much knowledge, but I would like to push boxes and I really want to learn. So I would say once you get into that, that role, the biggest thing is to like, always be a self starter. The more you can be a self-starter, the more people are going to recognize that they need you, right? So what is a self-starter? A self-starter is somebody who anticipates what the needs are and starts executing before they're asked 
right? Right. So like, it might be something where it's like, oh, that plot's over there and I need, these lights are gonna have to be prepped like tomorrow. Um, go ask your your supervisor and say, hey, I see this plot's right. These need to be prepped tomorrow. I can start that right now because I'm not doing anything. Can I do that for you right now and, and get started? And always be working to the next step and like anticipate what's in front and be one step ahead of the game. And it might come a little later, like, because you have to like learn the business first and learn like what you're supposed to be doing. But like, if you can anticipate it and you can jump on top of those tasks before like anybody even asks you, oh my goodness. Like those people are like, my assistant Allison is one of these people and everyone's like, do not ever let her go. I'm like, oh no, I will do anything <laughs> because she always anticipates everything before I even freaking need it. She's no, like, it's amazing. And it just helps me become a better designer. It helps my team become a better team, right? Because it's a, it's a, a cog in the machine that's actually constantly working and doesn't have to be constantly greased to keep going. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I would say like when you're in the, the role at a vendor, like really anticipate, like jump on top of tasks. If you're in the lighting department and you are not doing anything, but you see some guy in the audio department next to you struggling, coiling feeder, jump over there and help your audio brother in like whatever, just because you're in the lighting department, you know, audio guy still needs help, you know, let him like help him coil his feeder. I used yeah. to do that all the time. Like always be a team player. And then if you are like, okay, I really want to um, become a designer or a programmer, then okay, you got out of work early. So you're supposed to work till five, but you got out at three. Is there a console in the back corner? And is it being used? Cool, it's not. I'm gonna go take my laptop, open up YouTube, and I'm gonna start looking through grand MA videos and I'm gonna start learning the console for two hours before the shop closes. You weren't gonna, you weren't, you weren't gonna be home after or after three, you're gonna be home after five anyway, right? Like that's two hours on a console that you can learn with the actual equipment. Do it, 